I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Live from New York, it's the Chris Paul of shows. First things first. Today, franchise tag day and Lamar's cryptic Instagram post. Why it made us think he's played his last game in Baltimore. Meanwhile, the Cowboys are preparing for their draft and might be interested in C.J. Stroud. What? Huh? He's why? a bad boy. He, because he's a bad boy. That's uh, what. Yeah, he's from Ohio. Stroud is legit. Who else is from well, Ohio? Not bro. Scott. Like, oh really? No, he, no, literally okay, not. Dak Pres- just second. Well, I'm just saying no. it's he a may be better question. than Dak. He's Prescott. not. Yeah, I said he's it. in college. Uh-huh. Finally, the scuttlebutt around the league, as Brew mentioned yesterday, are Kyrie and LeBron fated to rejoin mm. each other on the Lakers? Alongside Nick Wright, I'm Kevin Wilds. Brew, is there any update on the scuttlebutt that you heard yesterday? No, but uh, this is just amazing how Kyrie keeps linking up with Nick's guy. What? Now you are totally t- team Kyrie, Nick. What is Don't that? Don't deny it. What? Luca, LeBron. The LeBron team thing has not happened. Kyrie. Brew, these are old highlights. These aren't. This isn't a new video that just oh, happened. Are they both in the cast. Oh, it's no. not gonna happen next year. Okay. Uh, we start with Giannis's injury to sprained ligament. Not a huge deal. We saw it taped up during All-Star where he caught a dunk and then took himself out of the game. Uh, Woe saying once the pain subsides, he'll be back. Overall, not a big deal. Here's the title odds. Celtics at one, Bucks at two, 76ers, Knicks pick at three, Cavs at four, Heat at five. Brew, I'm going to keep going until we get to the Nets, your pick. Uh, We're going to be here a while. Uh, You know what? What? I'm glad you said that. Okay. Because let me say this. Oh, we're just starting. Yeah, go. The Nets were going to win the East. All right? They, you saw them. When KD and Kyrie were together, they Wait, went 18 and 3. This? Yeah. Bruce I'm just it. putting it out there. Okay. Out. I don't make the bylaws. All right? I just abide by them. Fair. And the bylaws say if a team you picked traded two all-stars Hold on. and got no all-star return, you got to make a change. Wait a minute. So That's I fair. would be – you expect me to say I, with Brooklyn here the bylaws Here is what I demand. I understand. I'm familiar with the bylaws. I helped write them. Wow. However, well, that's he's, new. he's pulling when I've been here since the beginning. I'm not when sure about that. I got checked. Dusty. You have a team that you picked to win the East that trades away its two best players. You usually would be able to get out of that, but you picked them six weeks after both of those players each demanded trades. So the idea that, that you could be rescinded. like, who could have seen this coming? Yeah, they that would be like, I, I picked the Sixers. I don't get to if in the playoffs James Harden melts down and be like, oh. well, who could have seen this coming? It, it, you, so are you really saying you think you get a new Eastern Conference playoff pick? Absolutely. 100%. The bylaw state incompetency. Not on my part. <laughs> oh. On the part of the team that trades two okay. all-stars away. Okay. In fact, two future Hall of Famers. Yes, I'm calling Kyrie that. For... Okay. Just right. some some. So fodder. what's the question here? Well, Wilds? it was about Giannis's let's, ligament yeah. in his wrist. Okay, so let's. All do of a sudden, we're deep into the bylaws. Yeah. Well, Nick yeah. tried to pull rank, but I wrote the bylaws. <laughs> <laughs> we had to just deal with that. So does this change my opinion on who's yeah, winning that's the, the East? Okay. No, it, it helps strengthen my opinion on who's winning the East. Because okay. I your like, pick was Philly. It is so Philly. My pick is. You're saying Philly. it like it's Boston or Milwaukee. No, I'm saying okay. it strengthens my pick because. Listen, Giannis is the best player in basketball. Contrary to whatever CBS Sports poll puts up, contrary to whatever MVP <laughs> voters say, everyone knows Giannis is the best player in basketball. Mm-hmm. But the Bucks and I, listen, they won 12 in a row going into the break. And now all of a sudden, though, Giannis missing time. Middleton has not been Chris Middleton all year. That concerns me. And as good as Boston is, the one thing that I think Boston would not have an answer for is Joel Embiid down on the block. And here's the one other part of it. Part of it is an eventuality belief rather than uh, Philly's definitely clearly the best team belief. At some point, Joel Embiid's going to break through. 
he's too good of a player, too dominant, and for the last few years has been healthy. Right. Like they, he, he misses Agreed. a few games here and there, but the significant injury concerns he seems to have gotten past. Right now, and I said it the other day kind of in passing, he, Dominique Wilkins, Bernard King, are the best players ever to not make a conference finals. That's kind of the list. But Bernard King suffered a yeah, devastating injury. injury, and Dominique kept running into Bird in the playoffs, and the you know he ran into far better teams. Harden is playing really well and looks healthy. Embiid is once again looking like a, without question, top five, if not top four or three player in the league. Mm-hmm. And because the Nets have fallen apart, the, your first round path is not nearly as difficult as it potentially could be. So I will stick with Philly. Now, Brew is, you know, what just happened. Brew is a team free agent, so I don't know I who you're picking, but I'll stick with Philly. You know what? I'm going to make my pick Thursday because okay. games resume Thursday, right? This is on yes. I will make my new Eastern Conference pick Thursday. Why are you Thursday. getting – okay, go ahead. Because you said I'm a free agent. Go I get ahead. the pick. All right. But right now, Nick, I love these odds. Boston number one, Milwaukee two, Philly. I think they're exactly how they should be. Cleveland four, Miami five. Ooh, Cleveland. Cleveland. I think Cleveland's a good, piece away. Yeah, yeah. Probably they're, like a 39-year-old. So they, Cleveland's they done. Some, well, they won't win the East. Okay, well, they're, he's they're got nice the Sixers already. I've got the Bucks. You're gonna try. Oh, you to got s- the Bucks. I've had the he's, Bucks it, yeah. all year. Well, yeah, he I has. Did, he's really? had the Bucks yes. all year. All, made a pick. No, they're on the board. It's on did the board. Did he make a board. pick? Yes. I remember we no, made, he made yes. a pick. Yes, Milwaukee, Denver is my pick. Yes, I picked the is. two best players in the league. <laughs> was, I went out on a limb. Oh wow! But I was good with it. He did do that. I'll make my pick Thursday, but I'll tell you this, Nick. And you said it. You said it. Middleton. Middleton was actually starting to play well. Yeah. He was the last month or something. He wasn't here a month, but the last ten games or so, he was looking, starting to look like yeah. himself. And then the knee soreness I, it's came really out. Really concerning. So, I don't know if you're going to be able to count on him. So that's concerning to me. And Boston, look, they've gotten their defense together. Remember, they were all offenses. Like, oh, they don't defend like they used to. Well, now they're back in the top five defensively. So they're getting it done. Right now, I feel really good about the Celtics. I'll make my official pick. Here's the, the thing, Nick. It's gonna be you know what it could change? What? MVP. Remember we said last week, Giannis is my MVP right now. Oh, yeah. If, if he, depending on how long he's out, it, it, will, he's it could boil well, down to Embiid and, and Jokic. I don't think he's going to be, and Tatum should be in the conversation at least, but I don't think he's going to be out. Giannis is going to be out weeks here. I, no. That would, that would, so, I, so if he only he misses, games, misses seven games, that's a lot. But, but go uh, ahead, Wilds. Bucks next four. They host the Heat, W. Oh, Kevin Love, David. Automatic W. Then they host the Suns. If they beat the Suns. You know what? If they beat the Suns, why don't you come on the Bucks? Well, my wagon? pick, I'll have to make. He has to make. Listen, but oh, I mean, are you giving? Is there another? No, I mean, no, you'll, you'll take three or four because it's <laughs> it's fun for Brew. Is he picks a team, they get eliminated. He gets to pick a new team, why they get eliminated. Why are you mad? And lands on Did I change but my pick during the finals? I, like during, during the finals, finals after I, a game in I, the finals, someone on this panel changes pick. Can I say one other thing about the top of the East? It is if the Sixers win it. Then we do have a real you, – you have, okay, the Bucks were the finalists two years ago, then Boston, now Philly, and it's like – the and all those teams are very well situated for the next right. few years. You have a real three-team race, which we don't typically have within a conference, where it's like three – sometimes you have like Lakers, Kings, even though – or that you have two teams, but where three teams can do it. Conversely – if the Bucks or Celtics win it, they get the claim that they are moving forward the team to beat. If the Bucks win it this year, it's like, guys, we don't want three in a row, but Middleton got hurt. Mm-hmm. And if the Celtics win it back-to-back, it's that, hey, Milwaukee, you won your title. That's awesome. But your team's a little older than ours, not as deep as ours. This is ours moving forward. So the most interesting from a parity perspective is, is if Philly were to finally break through and we see Embiid go two rounds further than we've ever seen him go. It'd be nice that now you're a Philly fan. It's been a nice I, oh, yeah, listen, for The Eagles fans don't like me, but Sixers fans, I've been rolling with you. Oh, me I'm, and Daryl Moore. Same people. Good yeah. luck with uh, Suns, <laughs> tied with the Bucks for second best title odds. Is anything short of a title a disappointment, bro? Would you be disappointed? Well, of course you'd be disappointed. I'm going to take it a step further. Okay. Anything short of a championship for this Phoenix Suns team is a failure. A fi- Forget disappointment. Like a lot. Hold on. That's See, harsh. I don't want to hear 
all the, ah, oh, they got only about 20 games to get used to each true. other. And they make a nice run, maybe get to the finals or the conference finals this year. Then next year, yeah, make a run. That Why was not? my take. Tomorrow is, <laughs> exactly. well, I'm going to educate you all. Oh, Tomorrow <laughs> is not promised to this Suns team. I mean, Chris Paul is going to be 38 in May. Yeah. He's already injury prone. He's clearly not what he used to be. He's still a good player, but he's not great like he used to be, hence he wasn't in the All-Star game. So who knows what he'll be like next year. Kevin Durant, 34, but in his 16th season, hasn't played more than 55 games in the last four years. You can't count on KD to be there for 70 games or the playoffs necessarily. This is a team that already, you know, at some point when you can't get over the hump, it's like... We're not going to do it. Like the Sacramento Kings of Chris Webber. I get that, but it, you just added Kevin Durant, arguably the best player in the world. And two years ago, you were up 2-0 on Milwaukee, blew it in the finals. Last year, you're the only team to win more than 60 games in the regular season, up 3-2 on your Mavericks in the second round, yeah. fall apart, and then you get Kevin Durant and you still can't get over the hump? No, they got to get it done this year. Okay, I think championship or failure is a little too harsh for a team that was put together at the 60% mark of the season. I do think it is fair expectations that they should be in the finals. Now, it doesn't mean they're my pick to go to the finals, but I do think given the fact when you look at when they have lost, right, they lost in the finals. Why? Uh, The other team had the best player, and he played like it, and he killed them. Why did they lose to the Mavs? Uh, the other team had the best player, and he played it like no, the best they player. Fell apart. That's Hold, not, LeBron that's, doesn't win oh, every right. series, Hold, even though he's been the best Hold, player. I, I understand, but in those series, they needed someone who could go blow for blow with Giannis and then Luka, and they didn't have it. We saw it, like we saw the, and they were in, they were up in both of those series, and then they fell apart at the end. I think because they didn't have the superstar guy. You're right, of course, the best player doesn't always win, but if you have the best player and you're up in a series, you very rarely give it away. And when it does happen, like LeBron with the Mavs, it's a black mark forever. And so. I think now in the Western Conference, even if I think Luka is better than Durant, I think they're going to go into every series saying, we got the best guy, that we got the best guy. So I do think it is fair to say in a wide-open Western Conference that the Suns, if they somehow don't get out of the West, you can look at that as, well, That's that is a failure. That is, yeah, a massive disappointment. But I don't think that they have to win the championship wilds mm-hmm. for this to not be considered. But you won't even say get to the finals for it not to be considered a failure. Dallas just added Kyrie at the same time that they added Durant. Uh-huh. So their their changes. Golden State hasn't really been healthy all year. I get it. They played together for many years. The Lakers, I don't even bring up the Lakers. The Clippers just added Russell Westbrook. Like, there's change all over the West outside of Denver. Right, and I wouldn't say for any of those teams that it is championship or failure for them. Because I, they, they – Nick, they have the best roster in the league. Do they not? Well, I got to see them play together. There's, a, they, there's The pieces fit. We, we didn't have to see Russell Westbrook and LeBron play to say, <laughs> that's not going to work. Kevin Durant and Devin Booker, two great shooters that don't need to dominate the ball to give you 25, 30 points. A point guard who's a pure distributor, a seven-footer who can get 18 and 10 without running a play for it, and solid depth and a great coach. Yeah, but we're – I'm sold. But, but Brew, you're asking for the second oldest player in the league that gets minutes in Chris Paul and one of the five oldest players in the league that's a significant contributor in Kevin Durant to seamlessly come together along with the rest of the roster and play great basketball for two straight months. Something that for neither one of them, for Chris Paul, he's never been able to do it. And for Durant, he hasn't had to do it in five years. It, to me, is saying if they make the finals and lose to one of those teams in the East that we just mentioned, that this year was a failure, Wilds, mm-hmm. I think is too, is too hard. I agree. Uh, Brew, they've got 22 games left. They're going to have some growing pains. We just saw Kyrie and Luka playing hot potato with the ball. Who takes the last shot? Do you want to see them lose a few games to try to figure stuff out, or do you want to see them go, I don't know, 18-4 and four I, here? I don't mind them losing some games. Look, they've won, what, 11 of their last 14 already without Durant. 
I don't mind some growing, some losses, mm -hmm. but I just want to see growth. I want to see them playing together for 19 of these 20 games or so so that they can get used to each other on the court and be ready for the playoffs. Okay. Coming up next, is Lamar leaving Baltimore? Strong maybe. Next, first things first. Cruz, harsh, man. Correct or fail. Tough. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Huge day in the NFL, franchise tag day, and our long Lamar journey takes another step. Here are the options. Deal gets done. He signs the non-exclusive tag, he signs the exclusive tag, or he doesn't sign anything. It all blows up. Let's check in on Lamar's Instagram. Uh-oh. No matter how much genuine love you show, it'll never be enough. So two emojis. And then it's a person with a maybe a chambray shirt. I don't know what that word means, buddy. Well, it's kind of like that a, shirt. So you think the shirt is telling? Like well, yeah, I do. Really? Yeah. It means business. What is a, <laughs> what is a chambray shirt? It's kind of like a denim material, like a soft denim. Okay. Like cotton, cotton denim. How do, you, how do you know that? It, well, it's listen, wild oh, man of many talents. It's a common knowledge. Uh, Coach Mangini is here. Yeah. Not wearing a chambray. <laughs> no. No, but we can have Christine look into it. Sourcing some. Uh, like Nick, where do you see dress. this ending? With Lamar playing for somebody else? Mm. I mean, guys. It's very, very simple, and I know Wilds doesn't like the franchise tag math here, but let me just explain it very quickly. There's two franchise tags. One's $32 million, one's $45 million. The $32 million is not an option for the Ravens because they give him that. Anyone can then take Lamar mm -hmm. if they want to give him the contract he wants, and all you get is two first-round picks. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Do you have a chance to... Counter you can offer. match it. Yeah, you can. You match can it. match whatever it is. But if they will give you the, give him the deal that you won't, you don't want to match it. They can also try to put in like poison pills and stuff. They're not going to do that. Okay. If they franchise tag him, it's going to be for forty five million, and then the clock is ticking. And the moment you franchise tag Lamar for forty five million, now his per year price starts at forty five million. And if you wait a year, next year the franchise tag's fifty five million. Now it starts at fifty five million per year. He thinks he deserves around two hundred million plus guaranteed. The Ravens don't. They're not going to agree. So they should trade him. They can get a ton back for him right now, but the longer they wait, the less, the less they can get back for him because it's closer to him just being an actual free agent. So to me, once the Ravens made the decision, we are not signing to a long-term deal, this, this ship set sail. And now they're trying to act like it can come back into dock. It can't. So I believe they're going to have to trade him. I don't think he's going to agree to the franchise tag. And I think even if he does agree to the franchise tag, you have to be terrified he's going to get nicked at the end of the year again. And with no guaranteed money for next year, he's going to be like, I can't play, guys. I'm sorry. Mm. So I think he's done with the Ravens, Coach. Yeah, well, we saw what happened this year when he got injured. And, and then the injury was supposed to be a few weeks. And then it became a few more weeks. And then he never played again. And, and I thought that was going to be an issue when it happened because he didn't have the guaranteed money. And then you, ideally, from an organizational standpoint, you'd like to franchise him and, and pay as you go and see where he is right. coming off of this injury. But that's going to be a hard sell. And, and Lamar has a really strong argument. Someone else in his division who plays quarterback, who had tons of off-the-field issue, got this deal. So he who hasn't won an MVP who and hasn't has the won exact MVP. same playoff resume Lamar does. So it's hard for I would imagine it'd be hard for any player to say, wait, I'm not as good as he is. I don't deserve that that same deal. From an organizational <clears throat> standpoint, it, it's it's with the injury history and the way that he plays, it's hard to say, okay, we want to guarantee this money over the, over the life of the deal. But the problem with that is the way that he plays, you, you help terrified to do it. But you also help facilitate that. Yeah. And and, and that right. was part of your approach with and, and part of the reason he was so so successful. So I don't know how they resolve this. And it doesn't seem like mm. Lamar has any interest in resolving this. And there might be a lot of value here for, for Baltimore to say, okay, we've we've moved on from Greg Roman, who is a great fit for Lamar. 
let's reset this, go get as much value as we possibly can, and have some, some, a significant amount of money with a young quarterback to push into the rest of the team. You guys make a lot of sense. Um, it does seem to be headed toward a divorce. The only thing I disagree with you on, Nick, is if they give him the exclusive franchise tag for $45 million, and if he agrees to play on it, then I'll, I think that's great for Baltimore because you get another season to see can he get through 17 games. If he gets hurt again, you probably don't even want to sign him long term. So I think that and – and the thing for Lamar, even though I thought he should have held out at the beginning of last year. Here's the thing, though. Last year was the only year he made a lot of money, relatively speaking. He got $23 million last year. He was below $2 million for the first four sure. years of his career. Is he really going to say – I'll pass on $45 million a year. It's I don't delaying know. it, though. It's not really yeah, passing But, but you got to play ball. And, look, a lot of owners are against the fully guaranteed deal. Yeah. Like, is there definitely a team, if he stands on his stick and says, it's fully guaranteed completely or nothing, who's but I don't know. That? Look, every owner should, should be against the fully guaranteed money because that's what's best for the organization. But one owner wasn't, and they set that precedent. And now that, that precedent's set, it's hard to get the, the, the genie yeah. back in the bottle. It it's, yeah. it's exists, and it exists in their division. So yeah. here's, here's the question about the because I understand the argument that Deshaun was an outlier mm-hmm. and that the Browns did something unprecedented that they shouldn't have done. But what if Herbert then gets a deal? Well, that's the problem. Or what if Joe Burrow gets the deal? Because I don't Lamar's think like, you mean where it's, it's fully guaranteed. I don't guaranteed. know if yeah. it's fully oh, guaranteed, but the here's the thing. Because everyone's like, you know, Russell and then Kyler right. didn't, they get didn't get it. But those are, these are not apples to apples. Because Russell and Kyler both had two years left on their contracts and signed extensions. When in any business, if, a, if an employer is giving you an extension, the earlier they give it, what you are trading is money for security. So, and the later you go closer to hitting free agency at the end of your contract, the more leverage you have, right? So Deshaun kind of, in a weird way, despite the off the field stuff, had a lot of leverage. Russell Wilson had leverage because he was traded for. Kyler had leverage because he's the number one pick. But the teams were like, you got two years left, so we could wait or you can accept this. Lamar's contract has expired. He has taken it to the end. And Bruce point on, you franchise tag him and then see, then you're in a really weird spot as Baltimore where, like, what's our best interest? Is it that Lamar is great? Well, no, if he's great this year, then we're really screwed because then we only have one year of control left and then we do have to give him a fully guarantee. So is it good for us if he's bad? But, no, we don't want him to be bad because then we're bad. You, There is a reason that quarterbacks don't get franchise tagged unless teams are unsure about them. There's a reason. Because they don't want this relationship to develop. And this relationship has developed. I know Dak got franchise tagged, mm-hmm. He's the, but he was out. a mid-round pick that I think they, that they thought was over, that they could get cheaper and they were wrong. But no other quarterback that's a great quarterback we've seen get franchise tagged. We've seen Kirk Cousins, seen that. Look, they're playing a dangerous game here. I don't think it continues. Let's turn our attention to Daniel Jones. Oh, speaking of dangerous. Of the Giants franchise tag, I mean, make around $32 million. Report out there, he's looking for 45. This is the ultimate bachelor party in Thailand situation, Wilds. (laughs) Oh, you think he just wants like 38? No, yeah, this is. I, the, the, I always say that all the time. You and you, you want to go to Vegas with your buddies. You tell your wife you're going to Thailand with your buddies. She's apoplectic. You're like, okay, fine. Vegas it is. And then she's happy about it when she would have been apoplectic about that. Uh, yeah, this is a way, to, he thinks, to get him to $37 million, which is outrageous and lunacy for Daniel Jones. But nobody thinks they're getting him $45 million. He's trying to get above the franchise tag number, I think. Look, for two years, I might do it for two years. What? Something around there. 40, 45. What? For two years. Continue to give me Daniel Jones. For two years. He threw 15 touchdowns. For two years. For two years. I'm not giving him a long term deal. For two years, I get to see, unless Dable knows. Why would you not just franchise him? not that good. Well, that's what they should do. I agree. Franchise him. Do what you got to do to keep Saquon. But I, I, the, ah. plan, a, plan A is franchising. All right? You think Saquon's more valuable than him? No. Oh, okay. I think they let Saquon walk. Oh, but maybe, but franchise Jones, that should be plan A. Yeah. But plan B, if I have to end up paying him a good amount of money, I'll do it for two years. What? Okay. Go ahead, oh. Coach. 
it's it's one of those things, that, and it's to the point that Nick just made. When you have an uncertainty on a quarterback, and you're in the situation that the Giants are in, so the, the Giants had the upside of Daniel played better than he had been playing, and he made a ton of progress. But as as he reached the ceiling, was was that the the um, the outlier was last year the outlier? Is this really who he is? And with another year in the system, how much can he grow? And, and Brian's going to have a good idea of of what that looks like. But if you're not sure, you you bet one year on it. You see see what happens, and, and, and then you move forward. It's hard to envision a long term deal at this point based off of last season because the numbers, even his quarterback rating was was the best of his career, but it was still like a 94. Yeah, wasn't? Yeah. We're, we're not talking about gigantic elite numbers here. We're talking about really good numbers in comparison to not very good numbers. Okay, so I'm going to show you Daniel Jones's improvement from the first few years to last year. Now, Nick, yeah. you were the biggest Daniel Jones hater. You called him the fumblingest of Fumbler all. Fumbler of all fumblers. Yes. Yeah. And guess what? Like he got better yep. in every category yep. thanks to Brian Dayball. Yep. Now, obviously, Dayball was with the Bills and saw Josh Allen, who, again, you're no huge fan of, get much better once Stefan Diggs showed up. Yeah. So the Giants' leading receivers, I mean, one of them is on the Chiefs, Kadarius yeah. Tony. <laughs> One of them is just a memory of Kenny Galladay. Yeah. But Slayton, Richie James, yeah. Isaiah Hodgins. Yeah. So here's so some receipts. Maybe if he gets somebody, all of a sudden, like, yeah. wow, is Daniel Jones the new? Wait for it. Josh Allen? Can I just say oh. there's very few times that, that I say, yeah, the quarterback needs help. This is one of those the times where I actually agree the quarterback okay. needs help. But those – so let, give me 60 seconds here, Hope, sir. The, the – those numbers, Wild, you've seen me bowl. Eight turnovers Hold in on. 2022. You've seen, me, you've seen me bowl. I'm a horrible bowler. Uh, Embarrassingly bad. Horrible. 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 That's what everybody else says. What, so, me bowling regularly was that first stat column. If then I was like, hey, Wild, let's go bowling. Yeah. And we put the bumpers up. And I bowled 125. You'd be like, what? Could I be like, wow, I doubled my output? Or it'd be like, okay, <laughs> now let's see it with the bumpers back down and see actually if it's any good. The point is, if the Giants want to know if they should ever invest in Daniel Jones, yes, I do agree they should go get a receiver. And yes, they should also take the training wheels off and make him run an adult offense. Not this veer, quarterback power, we're going to make it work to try to... Brian Dable's got to do an odd thing, which is maybe not give them the very best chance to win every single week because he hopes to be there a very long time. No. And you've got to get the information. You've got to find out, can this guy run a modern offense? Can he throw the they football down and the six. field? Right. And, and they're one, a run team. They still have a top run back. I think. It's a 17-game season. They tied one. Oh, it was, okay. It was 9-7-1. Nine, 9-7-1 nine, seven, seven, nine, seven, nine, seven, nine, is, I think, how it finished. <laughs> they have a top fine. running but back. He missed a game. He can he run. Play. Missed a game. Play. Missed a game. Well, yeah. your math but is correct. Remember, he's a good running quarterback, too. That's great. I'm proud of you for being a good running quarterback. you got to be able to throw the football in this league. He threw the ball more than 230 yards three times all year. Twice was against the Vikings. You got If you want to invest in him, Go pay, go pay a wide receiver, and then let him try to run a real offense. And if he can do that, then sign him. If not, you got to turn the page. I thought he was pretty good, Coach. Coach agrees with me on this. Yeah, look, I, I think at this point you got to see what he is. And there was a lot of, of thought and effort put into maximizing his ability and minimizing the turnovers. They did a really good job of it. And, and look, there was a lot of times where he played above – Above his his level and and with a lot of hard and, and, and things that are Lamar really had seventeen. What Lamar missed a third of the season. <laughs> okay, it, 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 Daniel Jones missed one game. Okay. <laughs> you just figured that out. He had fifteen touchdown passes. Don't be the Daniel Dale Jones. Hard, hard to pay him forty five million though. Someone's got to be the fifteenth best quarterback in the league. Yeah, that's yeah. Derek Carr. He's yeah, okay. fourteen. Who's That's fourteen? Daniel Jones. No, no. Yes, he is. No, fifteen. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. 
Oh my goodness, wait till you see this. They released the results of a player poll. Now, don't get me wrong, small sample size. Very small. They talked like 16 guys. They caught a couple no, guys in the corner. Uh, <laughs> three people said, Dame, who you want to see win a ring? Yeah. Three people said CP3. Two said poetic. Russ, and then all the people Two said the Russ. all got one. Fernando getting a vote. Ja getting a, wow, a vote. Wow, unbelievable. Valentunas is getting a vote, and he got it from Sabonis. Luka, Luka got a vote. How about that? Who did he get a vote from? Y- Jokic. It's all just kind of. Yeah. So Jokic what? didn't get a vote. Okay, I'm going to work my way through this a little bit. But in the spirit of the poll, okay. I'm going to pick guys that haven't won. Okay. Is that was? Are we sure? That was, yeah, that was not the, a name was on the there. Yes. Guy the guy was, was guys who haven't won a ring. I, you were in the you were in the room when this I, poll was. Luca told me about it. Okay. I'm gonna be honest, Nick. I kind of would like to see Jokic win the ring. So, Just to keep amazing. you quiet. Can I? Really? And, 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 and when he wins his third straight MVP, you'll be happy. Hold on. Can I say something like that real quick? I, I was going to say something very similar. If he wins the MVP this year, which I think he will, and kind of even if he doesn't, for the sanctity of the history of the MVP award, I agree with that. What? Yeah, if he. But if, I see no way they win, win the championship. Well, that's a, that's a more stinging <laughs> indictment on Jokic than anything Do I've you? ever said. If you, you said there's no way the number I mean, one seed in the West chance, with a healthy I, I roster can win the title with supposedly win. the best player in the league. But I would I, – it would validate right. what I think has been the MVP voting going off the rails. But go ahead. You want That's not who you actually wanted to say. Of course you can go with CP3. We've talked about him as a top five point guard. All the other four – Magic, Steph, Oscar, mm-hmm. Isaiah, one championship. He needs to win one. But and Russ, I, look, I like Russ, but here's the problem with Russ. If it. Russ wins it this year with the Clippers, mm-hmm. I have said for years he will never lead a team to a championship. Well, His game isn't that correct. isn't conducive it's to that. Over. But if he wins it, say he averages 15 points a game this year, seven assists, comes off the bench and wins it, it's nice. But it doesn't. It does change his legacy a little bit. Oh, change it a lot. It yeah, a lot. but it's it's different when you don't lead the team. Could be like Jason team. Kidd. Okay, I mean, do we Jason Kidd? Yeah, we something. don't think of him as leading a team no. to a championship. Gary like Payton, Dwight. Alonzo Mourning, even Dwight or David Robinson oh. get some props. Well, but when you're the number one guy for the bulk of your career, and then yeah. and then you become a two, a not even a two, a three, a four, or whatever. Sure. It's not quite the same. So that's why I'm going with Dame Dollar. He's not going to win it, but I'd love to see Dame get a championship because he is – I love his loyalty. He has been like, look, I'm ten toes down in Portland. They gave me the chance. This is my franchise. I want to win it my way, and if I can't do it that way – I'm fine with it. I like that attitude, so I would say, dang. When is that going to But it's no. It's you, never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, it's, 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 it's just not. Okay. okay. It's just right. not. Go ahead. I know it's not in the spirit of the rules, but maybe I didn't understand the question. I thought we could just pick any player. And I wanted Giannis to win. Giannis? Doesn't he have one? It's yes, ring. I wanted to have two. Look at the screen, Who buddy. do you want? To, oh, I didn't know first was on. First yeah. ring. Who said that? Okay. You, you wrote the question. Can, I didn't write that can, question. Can I say uh, No, can let me finish my take. Oh, sorry. Oh, why Giannis? Go ahead. Yeah, tell Thank, me why. You know what? Thanks, Brew. Right. It's a great question. Yeah. Because I think that we view Giannis as being this young player in the league, and he's sneaky old. He's like Travis Kelsey's sneaky old. How old is he? 28. Okay. That's, I think that's sneaky old to have one. So if he doesn't win this year, he's going into his 29th se- or 29th age, age season. LeBron's got four, 27, 28, 31, 35. I think if he gets this one, all of a sudden, like, oh, okay, two rings. Could he catch him? Best player in the world. All of a sudden, you got a LeBron-Giannis conversation coming down the pike. I'd be interested. No, in yeah, I mean, Giannis. Not bad. It's not his first ring, Yeah, though. but I it's also, his, but, yeah. But I mean, it's, outside it's, of that, I thought it bad. said second. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> according to the premise, guys who've never won a championship, yeah. who I look at, at listen, I obviously, I, I'd love Luka to win it. I picked him, and he's one of my favorite players. But uh, to me, we're talking about guys who we think are nearing the end. You know what I mean? Luca's going to have plenty of opportunities. There's Ja. Somebody voted for Ja. Ja's going to have 15 years, we would hope, of opportunities. So I'm talking about older players who are all-timers who don't have a title. Yep. So the first one would be Durant. Okay. I'd like see, to, see, this is a big step. I'd like him what, to have a real a dark turn. I'd like him to have a real ring. Wow. But then Two set Durant aside. Okay, my bad. All right, so set that aside. <laughs> I'm going to say James Harden. Because James Harden. My bad. 
is one of the, I would argue, three greatest players ever without a ring. You used to say number one. Yeah, but that, and that was more projection of what he was going to be. But Elgin, Barkley, Carl, and Harden would be the four. And so maybe let me say four greatest ever without mm-hmm. with, without a ring. Elgin technically got one, but he doesn't really have one. Like he he retired. He retired, he retired early in the season. Did, I think yeah. they send him a ring. But it, to me, he's the best player ever without a ring. Harden's statistical resume is all time great. Absolutely. And it gets it's not that the playoffs don't amplify it. The playoffs actually undercut it. Yeah. He has had so many horrible right. postseason games and series that it'd be almost be better if he never played in the playoffs and just looked at the regular season stuff. If he and I know Brew, he wouldn't be leading them, but he would but be, he'd be clear number two. Yeah, number two would be, this would be and legit. it would be yeah, a, a big and a little. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like and like so I'd be like Dr. J and Moses Malone. Sure. Nobody yeah. holds that against Nobody Doc. holds that against Doc at all. And Doc obviously had a lot more pelts on the wall than Harden prior to that. I think I think historically speaking, it would look at the he's like, okay, the guy won an MVP, won a couple scoring titles, won an assist title, finished second MVP voting three times, and then won a championship. Pretty good. So no, I think I that'd agree. be pretty good. It's shocking he wasn't on that list. He didn't get People one like, vote. No. Why don't you take this break? Why don't you read that right there? Read the what the question was. Right there. Okay. I circled it. Um, why can Kevin Wilde? No, it says player to win a ring. God, that's what it said. <laughs> that's what it said. LeBron and Kyrie. Did you not? There's think a lot it of was scuttlebutt. That I didn't say LeBron. We're going to turn our attention to LeBron. This is a great segment, bro. LeBron drafted Kyrie to his All-Star team, and there is, as you mentioned yesterday, some scuttlebutt around the league that Kyrie will eventually be on the Lakers. Yep. Here was LeBron the other day. Take a listen. Yeah, you know, it's the first time for us being teammates, you know, so, um, you know, so, <laughs> no, it's always great to team back up with Kyrie. Um, obviously, you guys know how I feel about him, both uh, on the court and off the court, so um, it's always good to see him. Uh, you know, I'm very proud of him, very proud of the man that he's, uh, you know, becoming his life right now. Should Kyrie want to reunite with LeBron? Uh, yeah, I'm not saying he shouldn't, but it shouldn't be his focus. Hmm. He is in a great situation right now. Like, his focus should be, let's win a championship here in Dallas, and then hopefully I get the long-term deal in Dallas. Luka right now is better, is better than LeBron. Of course. Okay? And here's the other thing, Nick. If, if Kyrie wins a title with Luka, and I'm not saying they will, but if they were to win a title, Some smart people he will get <laughs> more credit oh, yeah. for winning it with Luka than he will with LeBron. It's not even LeBron's fault, but let's say Kyrie goes to the Lakers, they win a championship. The story is LeBron's got five. Now is he the GOAT? Kyrie is the third wheel there, assuming they would keep AD. LeBron, AD, Kyrie. And there's this, Nick, little brother syndrome, which I don't think Kyrie likes. If he goes to play with LeBron again, it's he's the little brother. He's going back with – he that, learned his lesson. He true. tried to go elsewhere, and he couldn't do it. And he comes back yeah. to the big brother, and he takes him to a championship. Yeah. So, I'm not saying – look, if it doesn't work out in Dallas, by all means, go to the Lakers. But that well, should not be his focus. His obviously, best right is now, his focus should be on the match. I'm just saying long-term, though. Stay here. And, okay, so you know. here's the thing. <clears throat> there is one element of this that is not basketball that I think you're not – I don't want to say you didn't think about, but you didn't include in what you explained there. Kyrie, there is only one place he could go where he is not the biggest story. And that's with LeBron. The As far as who the media is picking at, the what you post on Instagram, this, that, or whatever. And there's only one place he can go at this point in his career where if they don't win... He's not the one who's blamed. That's with LeBron. Uh, what? If they don't win it this year, he's not getting blamed. The, no, no, I'm saying. LeBron's not getting blamed. Russ got blamed. No, AD gets blamed. Hold, hold on a second. That is. That's so true. That LeBron is, will not get blamed. Wait a second. You think if, if Kyrie goes there next year and they don't win it with AD, LeBron, and Kyrie, you think LeBron gets blamed? Of course. What I there it is a fun thing that like some media members and Twitter likes to do, which is like, oh. LeBron always escaping criticism. LeBron never his fault. He's the most 
He got blamed yesterday for ruining a contest oh, he's never participated in. He is, there's, there, no, the idea that LeBron James just slides by criticism, he's been blamed for the Lakers' acquisition of Russell Westbrook. He's been blamed well. for Frank Vogel being <laughs> Frank Vogel. So the idea, you're telling me that if the Lakers miss the playoffs this year, LeBron's not going to, there's not no. going to. He is getting no blame if they don't. Are the you? Play. Are you guys? Do you guys operate in the same media? AD is getting the blame. AD will get some of it. There's not going to be on every show, maybe even this one. How much does this hurt the goat discussion? How much no. is this on LeBron? You don't. How often do we throw uh, Jordan's Washington years in there? No, we because don't. you guys. How often they do didn't we throw happen? Kobe's last three years when he didn't make the no. playoffs in there? We don't. True. LeBron is playing with house money at this. True. To you, he is. To me, he is. Kevin Wilds last year was blaming him for scoring too many points. That happened. Wilds, that happened. I did not say I wasn't blaming him for scoring a lot of points. Uh huh. I was focused on winning basketball games. And you said LeBron was scoring points, which was hurting them from winning. Well, I say maybe play a little bit of defense. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my it, God. Exactly. Well, imagine that. See? Imagine, like, giving it all on both sides. Maybe to take this one down to 80, yeah. turn I mean, this yes, one up 20%. Yes. It'll be okay. That's not a bad so, take, though. Okay, Thank you, bro. No, so you guys, do you guys think if Kyrie went to the Lakers, he is the focal point of the media scrutiny. I do not. I give and you, I think that's it a is good in point. his best interest to not be the focal point of media scrutiny because I think he can't help himself. That's the point I'm making. I wasn't trying to turn this into a whole no, it, I, I totally LeBron get it. thing. But Russ had to leave right. the Lakers because it got so bad of him. And maybe he played bad. Maybe I, he played bad. I get it. But this year he didn't play that badly. And he was still... He was the least efficient shooter in the league. He can't shoot. We know that. But he also gave you seven assists off the bench, 15 points, energy for an old lethargic team that they Showed needed. Showed up. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. I just Wait a second. You see, this is, again, the thing we do. There were three guys on the Lakers making max contracts, right? Agreed? Uh, let's give them all a letter grade for how they played this year. What do you want to give LeBron? B+. Plus? A minus? A minus. A minus. What do you want to give AD? Incomplete. It, no, no, no. But if you got to give him a grade right now, a C, because he's been in and out, what would you give Russ? I'd I give say Russ like a C. You, I, I, I would say Anthony Davis has been considerably better than Russell okay, Westbrook. That's my opinion. B minus when he okay. plays. So, so you're saying the guy who, they, they all make the same amount. Russ actually makes the most, well, let's call it all the same amount. The guy who played the worst, got the most criticism? Okay, seems fair. That is not he an outlier. He got all thing. of the criticism. He, all of it. Okay, okay, and I'm telling you on this show, maybe, if you think LeBron Ooh, James that's... has not been getting criticized for the Lakers not being above 500, you, you don't consume anything but the – what is Rob Parker saying? What, what, uh, Rob Parker's been saying that since LeBron was in Miami. Okay, exactly. Right. But, but my, look, LeBron, I agree, has been the most scrutinized yes. player in NBA history. Yeah, but not anymore. Like, now okay. and Nick, you got to say this. How many years has it been? I talked about this a few weeks ago. We got to get LeBron some help. We got to get but LeBron some help. That, but some of that. I haven't heard that about any other player history. We got to get him some help. We got to get him but some who, help. But again. If they don't win it, if they don't get to the playoffs this year, it's not going to be LeBron didn't play well. It's going to be uh, D'Angelo Russell wasn't as good as we thought. Malik Busy, we well, thought they were going to help him out. Well, we'll see. Help. We'll see. But there is an element of if the guy every year of his career has been somewhere from the best to at worst eighth best player in the sport, it is hard to put a ton of team failures on him except for like the Dallas series which was 11 and a half years ago and still gets referenced when it was on him like there there are I guess was it yeah 11 and a half years ago so there are those elements to it the point I'm making is that Kyrie is such he's like a black hole that That's sucks in, in like uh, criticism yeah. like the black hole is the wrong term for it but it's just a vortex and LeBron deflect some of that because so much of the attention and commentary goes to him. All right, can I That is a good on the point. flip side of it. Yeah. If they were successful, don't you think LeBron would get all the credit? Here's the stats on Kyrie's playoff record with LeBron and without. What are you, what are you mad about this one? No, because again, it's just it's people it, it, you say if LeBron wins, he gets all the credit. 
You guys are telling me you don't live in the same sports fan world where you hear Kyrie saved LeBron's legacy? Kyrie yeah, but, won but that Ray finals. You, Ky- you, Ray Allen saved his legacy. Kyrie saved his legacy. The, the, the idea that Kyrie Irving doesn't get credit, wouldn't get credit for a future championship, when he already gets credit for the previous championship, it's Guys, we all uh, operate the are same you, Are you saying he gets the lion's share of no, the credit I, for the no, 216? No, of course. LeBron, okay. having the greatest three-game stretch in the history of the sport, deserves the majority of the credit. But Kyrie hit gets the a shot. lot of credit. He hit should. The shot he averaged 27 of course, and hit the big Agreed. shot. Agreed. We're on the same page here that Kyrie the, – but the idea that, oh, Kyrie, if they were to win a championship, no one will even remember his name. That's not no, how it we're works. Not going that it's far. the other way around. But LeBron will – it will. the story will be LeBron's got his fifth – uh, is of he course, now the it'll goal? be a bigger story. And Kyrie will be. Yeah, it was AD a bigger story for second. Jordan and Pippen. It was a bigger story for Jordan, but Pippen still got credit, or at least he should. Okay. And that closes our segment on who deserves credit for the Lakers championship next year. And <laughs> Kyrie is on the team. Who did they even play in the finals? Sixers. Oh, Sixers wow. Congratulations. <laughs> 2024 champs. As we celebrate Black History Month, I'd like to recognize Jesse Owens, the legendary track and field Olympic gold medalist. Born in Alabama, the son of a sharecropper, Jesse Owens was the youngest of 10 children. The Owens family eventually moved to Cleveland, Ohio, where he would set junior high school records in the high jump and long jump and went on to dominate track and field, setting world records as a teenager. Owens picked Ohio State over Michigan in part because the Buckeyes let him work as a part-time freight elevator to make money. Despite being the greatest track and field athlete of his time, Owens was barred from the men's dorm because of his race, and many restaurants in Columbus wouldn't serve him. Still, he was chosen as team captain, the first African-American elected to that position on a Big Ten team. In 1935, Owens had one of the greatest days in track and field history. At a Big Ten meet in Ann Arbor, Owens, who was known as the Buckeye Bullet, set world records in the span of about an hour. It became known as the greatest 45 minutes in sports. It was just a warm-up for the Olympics in Berlin in 1936. At a time when German dictator Adolf Hitler was trying to promote racial supremacy and anti-Semitism, Owens derailed those racist plans by dominating track and field, capturing four gold medals, a record that lasted for 48 years. Owens' impact at the Olympic Games had ripple effects far beyond the sports world. And Owens became a global star in memorable fashion. Welcome back to the show. Mike Fisher of CowboysSI.com. Noting that the Cowboys might get a new quarterback. What? Fisher writes, the Cowboys find themselves, quote, intrigued by Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud in NFL source tells CowboysSI.com. I don't know the how, the source said, but Dallas is absolutely intrigued by Stroud. What? The how is simple. The how is simple. What? Trade Dak to the Colts? Yeah, to the Colts or the Texans for the pick. That's the only how. The how is that, Drew. You would trade Dak Prescott for the pick that becomes C.J. Stroud. That's the only way to do it. You down with it? I've thought long and hard about this. You got it. Hold on. I love C.J. Stroud. I, I like him better than Bryce Young. But after look, and obviously Nick, you size. you know this. It helps you if you got a quarterback on the rookie scale because you can go fill out the roster elsewhere, add what they need. But I had to at the end of the day say, you know what, I wouldn't do it. And here's why: because C.J. Stroud, no matter how much I like him, he's still an uncertainty. Right? How many? I mean, we've seen number one picks, Baker sure, Mayfield and Sam Darnold and Marcus. Mar- All these guys are top three picks. Marcus Mariota and uh, uh, oh. Zach, Zach, uh, Zach Wilson. So sure. I, I know what I have in Dak. You might have your questions about him. He hadn't been great, obviously, in the playoffs lately. But I know what I have in him. So I would stay with Dak and try to add DeAndre Hopkins with oh. what I'm trying to do. There That's my go. plan A. So. I don't know. Look, they could be intrigued, but what are they going to do with that $89 million worth of dead money? Like, how, how, how does Well, that but if work? they trade him, it's not full 89 because somebody takes on his salary. But, but, the cutting him is where he's Well, yeah. look, there's still, with trades, there's still a significant amount of sure. dead money here. And, and then you're going you're gonna to make this move now. 
they've talked about how they want him to be there for 10 years. They've talked about how he's such an important part of the organization moving forward. And I don't think that there's an insincerity when, when they say that. And, and they may be intrigued, but, but to me, there's just posturing. They're, they're not going to make a move like this. And, and when you take a rookie quarterback, even the highest ones, and, and I know we're all going to say this guy's a once-in-a-generational talent. No, like every, it's going to go through the same, same iterations that we always go through about how great this next group okay. of quarterbacks is going to be. But you, you do have a, a, a certain level of performance there. Is it necessarily the Patrick Mahomes level? No, but I think they can win no. with him. And I think they have a chance that to win big with them, you know, at some point. And and now you're trading that for for a significant amount of uncertainty. I don't think it makes sense. Oh, okay. You seem to Wilds think that this would be insane. This is insane. Yeah, I'm a Dak Prescott guy. Okay. On the record. Listen, and I am I am not right now saying I would do this. I I do not have a refined opinion on C.J. Stroud as Brew does. And I'll be honest, I've been. Burnt enough on my college quarterback evaluations. Oh, I was a big Josh <laughs> yeah. Rosen guy. There's, uh, so I'm, the I'm sticking. I'm, right, exactly. I mean, I'm, sticking, go, I'm, I'm, high, I'm sticking with the Prince <laughs> yeah. and Caleb Williams in a year, and the rest. And Bryce Young, I'm not high on because he's tiny, and I don't like small quarterbacks. But this is the defense of the idea. Now, first of all, I don't think it's available to them because I think that they called up Houston and offered them Dak Prescott for the number two pick. I think Houston says no. But let's say Houston D'Amico was like, you know what, this division, I don't want to, you know, I'm a defensive guy anyway. I want a quarterback that can lead my offense. You know, I would do it. The argument is, yes, you would have $40 million of dead money this year, which is the same cap it you'd have with Dak. Then you'd have four years of basically a free quarterback. And how does that work? Well, Russell Wilson went to two Super Bowls under that circumstance. The Eagles twice have been to a Super Bowl with different coaches and different quarterbacks under that scenario. The Bengals went to Super Bowl under that scenario. The Chiefs went to two Super Bowls under that scenario. And I'm leaving one out. It is a cheat code to building a stacked roster. The Rams, pardon me, they were the other team that went to a Super Bowl under that scenario with golf. The first, oh, the golf. Yeah, with is golf. A secret? The, what is it? And, and so you, have, you sound like you would do it. If, if I were the Cowboys, and whoever's in charge of my draft, Stephen Jones, whomever said, we believe this guy is the guy, then of course I would do it. Of course I would do it. I, because I think we know, exa- for mm. good or for bad, we know exactly what Dak is, and we know that he is very expensive and getting more expensive. And so, if, and, and we also know the Cowboys have been butting up against this hard ceiling. What's the best Cowboys team we've seen in the last 20 years? Dak's rookie year. When they were able to load up on talent everywhere, the quarterback was not very expensive, and they went 13-3 and and played an epic playoff game with the Packers. But you're not going to get that free free pass with, with the, for, the quarterback because you're going to have the dead money. For, so for one year. No, no, no. For one year you would. But then year two, three, and four of C.J. Stroud or whomever it would be, you would have all of that. So I'm not advocating for it. But what I'm saying is the idea that it's just crazy, it is not crazy. It is If any team has a quarterback that they think is good but not great that could get a quarterback that, A, they think could be better eventually, and, B, you know is incredibly cheap immediately, you have to think about it. Yeah, you like have to look the at it. 49ers did it and trade away three first-round draft picks. for Yeah, a it doesn't always yeah. work. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying <laughs> it's makes, a foolproof. You have to pick the right guy. But, and he has to not break his leg. But it's not an insane idea. Okay. High-flying Eagles now need to navigate free agency. Great article from Matt Bowen. Top 50 free agents. Seven of the top 50. That's 14% wilds. Are Eagles. It's 14%. Yeah. Nick, you're hot on this. Well, I just coach mentioned that, forget even just the top 50, 11 of their starters are free agents. That's half. Mm -hmm. And... I think the Eagles are in a really good position. I think Howie Roseman is a really good GM. But I also think people overestimate windows. And I heard Joe Burrow say, my window's my whole career. Maybe. Or maybe you have one more year with Chase and Higgins, and then you only have one of them. And you have one more year until you get really expensive, and then the defense isn't as good. And I just the Eagles just lost both coordinators. They're going to lose maybe half their starting defense. Yeah. And Jason Kelsey could retire. I just think that those windows can close really quickly, and it would not surprise me at all, Brew, if four years from now we're like, what was the Eagles' best chance of the Super Bowl? 
oh, the one they were up 10 points at halftime on that they couldn't close. Like, that's to me, that is more likely than not. Well, they look, and we had a wonderful time in Kansas City. We had some great barbecue, even yeah. though Dusty Good. rated it with a B plus. <laughs> we all gave it A's. Dusty gave it a B plus. Oh, the cornbread. You know, yeah, I want cornbread. No, no cornbread. They didn't have cornbread. But I got to say this. They are – they got to be kicking themselves that they didn't win that game. Of course. Because But for the two big plays, the fumble return for a touchdown and the, to Darius Tony's punt return – they outplayed them for the most part. Mm-hmm. So they did blow that. But here's what I say, Nick, because I do think Burroughs, I think his window is his prime. I think same for Josh. Like the great quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers hasn't been back to a Super Bowl. But the window's been open because he's a great quarterback. So I don't know if Hurts is there, but I know Hurts has the character and the physical tools where I feel like, you know what, he's going to continue to improve. Howie Roseman is fantastic. I mean, they had a quarterback – who turned out to be a bust, but they had given huge money and to. And back. a few years later, they're back in the Super Bowl yeah. with another quarterback. So I trust Roseman and Hurts to think, Coach, I don't think they necessarily get back next year, but I do think the window's still open. Yeah, here's what I love about the front offices is they've got continuity and they've got a clear-cut vision of how they want their team to be, and they operate really well in the chaos of the NFL. And every year – there's seven, what, five to seven head coaches that transition. And then in that transition, they want new players. They want, they want their philosophy. And guys become available at, at a discount. And whether it was uh, Bradbury or Hassan Riddick or the list goes A.J. Brown. I mean, all those organizations were going through some sort of transition or turmoil. And they do a great job of saying, this is what we want. This is what we need. This is how we're going to go get it. While these other teams are having fire sales, they're bringing these guys in. So I think that gives them a chance that that organizations with great continuity have that distinguish them from, from Coach, other places. Are you still buying the uh, Super Bowl hangover since the Bengals went to the AFC yeah, Championship? The absolutely. Chiefs went, Look, went that, to the AFC Championship. Losing like, two coordinators, incredibly disruptive. Dealing mm-hmm. with success is incredibly disruptive. Having 11 starters that are free agents who are going to want to get paid because everybody thinks that they're the reason they went to the Super Bowl and they want to be compensated accordingly. All that stuff is significant challenges for them. On the bright side, when the Chiefs win, like, the next three or four, yeah. do you think they'll give the Eagles, like, a small trophy for being the team that came the closest? That's a good idea. Like, they get a miniature Lombardi, like, hey, you were the only team to keep it within one score. You had a second-half lead. Yeah. We'll give you something. I that way it's not just the trophies going to Kansas City. I think that's a I think it'd be good. I think that's a be like, hey, it was like you kind of won the Super Bowl. You had a fourth-quarter lead on the Chiefs. Good job. And if they, if they don't, will New England give – Oh, like, If stop. they don't go back-to-back, will New England give oh, – like Why a, don't we talk about Chuck Knoll Steelers? They, we're talking about old dynasties. Well, I'm just saying, gives a are, are they going to give them a participation trophy? Oh, like, good me. job trying to be back-to-back. Again. Yeah. Uh, Luca and Kyrie, title contenders. Ooh. Next, first things first. It's a great segment. Stay with us. You really sold that wild. Oh, it's time for the furious five-minute segment at 4.15. Mavs come out of the break with six straight home games, Brew, on the docket. The Spurs, who are trying to lose. LeBron James, the Pacers, Embiid and Harden, and then the powerhouse Suns, and then, Nick, it's your guy, Lori Markkinen, heads into Dallas. I'm going to start with you, Nick. Okay. What do you need to see from the Mavs? Well, since you gave the schedule, it sounds like you want to know, like, a win-loss record. Well, They've got to go a minimum of 4-2. Okay. Uh, to me, two. there's three layup wins. The Spurs, the Pacers, and the Jazz. And I understand that sounds disrespectful to the Jazz, but I don't think the Jazz are... Trying, trying to win. Better than the Lakers, though. The, I understand what their record is, Wilds, and that's fine. You want to include the Lakers as a layup win? That's fine. I wouldn't, but that's your take. We can redo the LeBron conversation if you'd like. I'd like to talk about Luka Doncic right now, my friend. And so in those three games, I think that two and one would be great against the teams that are really trying to win right now. Yeah. It, the, but it's, to me, less about record and more about these two questions, Brew. First one is Luka. I am of the belief that Luca's playing style has not been due to necess- has been due to necessity, not due to how he necessarily how he wants to play. to play. Harden plays, at least Harden's the Rockets, Harden mm-hmm. for a long time, played one way. This is how he wanted to play. He had Chris Paul there, didn't matter. I have Dwight Howard there, didn't matter. This is how Russ it doesn't matter. Luca has never had a great player alongside him. He had Jalen Brunson, who's a very good player, turn into that alongside him, but it was not there. He now has a great offensive player alongside him, 
And I, I believe we will see a different version of Luka. But I got to see. You know what I mean? I have to see it. And then the Kyrie part of it, I need to see Kyrie be just basketball's Kyrie Irving. Okay. And I, I say that not to be patronizing, not any of it, no. but he has an ability to burn buildings down ability? unintentionally. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, a tendency. Yeah, a tendency. And so if they do that, then, you know, I believe they have the best player in the conference. I think Jason Kidd's turned himself into a good coach. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to try to win a lot of playoff games 130-125. Mm-hmm. And so I, that's what I, that's what I want to see. I think those are good points. Um, and it's, what you brought up about Luka is very interesting because I think that happened to LeBron. When he first went to Cleveland, he didn't have much around him. I know at one point they tried to run the flex offense because it was too LeBron-centric. And the problem was the coach was told me, yeah, the problem was with three seconds left on the shot clock, somebody's got the ball that can't do anything with it, and LeBron's on the other side of the court. So, you know, yeah. so, but I think LeBron kind of got locked into that over the years and, it, you know, had to work himself out of that. So I, the thing is LeBron was great defensively. He was obviously athletic. That's not Luka. So it's going to be interesting to see Luka play another way. But I want to see each guy play every game. How about that? Kyrie rested the the last game for the All-Star break. I mean, come on. They need to be on the court, Nick, just for your point. They need to be on the court as much as possible to get used to each other, number one. Two, I want to see a little defense, a little commitment. They gave up 128 points per game in the two games they played together. For, for perspective, San Antonio has the worst defense in the league. They're allowing 122 points, okay? So that's mm-hmm. how bad it was defensively. I want to see some late-game execution because we know they couldn't even get a shot off the last time. And I'm with record, Nick. I agree with the four and two. I would like to see them beat San Antonio, Indiana, Utah, and the Lakers and split with Philly or Phoenix. Five and one. That's right. yeah. yeah, that's not bad. Can I go back to the defense and play you this quote from uh, Jason Kidd after the Wolves lost? Take a listen. We're here to outscore people. People come to see points, not, not, not uh, 80 to 80. We're here to score. This is the new NBA. Um, the interior defense, we'll, we'll figure it out. We got plenty of bigs. Uh, one of our defenders, you know, when we talk about our defense, Maxie's out. Hopefully we get him back after the break. Okay. So prior to the trade, they were 24th in defensive yeah. rating. Yeah. I remember you used to say the that's, Nets didn't have any defense, and that's why uh, they weren't going to be any yeah, good. I don't like that quote at all. Now Jason Kidd is yeah, saying, well, no, I don't like He it. was a great defensive player. Yeah, that's listen, it, to, to win a championship historically, you either have to have Shaquille O'Neal or a top 10 defense. <laughs> like the, the Lakers in their heyday didn't always have right. it, but that was because Shaq was kind of coasting. And, you know, and so the, right, during the regular season. And I think, I think the, Lebr- the LeBron Cavs that won it, I think, One were up. maybe 11th, so maybe just right outside. But you can't win a championship without a good to very good defense. And that's been one of my concerns for the Mavs. All year, bro, because last year they were a good defense. Jason Kidd got there. Luka wasn't a great defender, but every, they, they put pieces around him that could defend. And Luka, Luka took care of the offense. All year long they've been a bad defense. And then they decided, you know what, can't fix the defense. We're going to double down on our strength here. And so my basketball beliefs tell me can't win a championship that way. However, because I am... Mr. Consistency. Mr. Consistency. I can't change my pick of no, the Mavs. It you, you're consistent like on both sides. Olive branch. What? It sounds like you want an olive branch, Nick. Are you going to grab one? Uh, I don't have one in okay. here. Okay. Well, what? I, 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 I don't get one. What an okie doke. I might have taken it. Tomorrow. You know what? Now, never mind. I might have taken it right tomorrow. there. <laughs> I, he's going to offer me an olive branch. I thought I had an olive branch. He's going to offer me an olive branch, and he doesn't give me one. I looked in there. The only thing there is a Baker Mayfield t shirt. The old Baker Mayfield off the leash. What is that? Nothing else. Some Fox Sports stickers. That's it. That's well, the good. Cowboys finally Tomorrow, land Odell. Olive Branch yes, coming, too. Olive Branch small coming. sticker. I need that. Okay. It's <laughs> pop, I think. Oh, it's for, that's what it's for. Hey, if you missed any of today's show or you want to take it on the go, you don't need to drag your TV all around town, try to jam your TV in your car and watch the show while you're driving. It's dangerous. <laughs> Just subscribe to the podcast. You can get it at Apple Podcasts. It's available on Spotify and some other platforms, but I recommend the big two. You don't want to go off the grid. You're so dumb. Get malware.
Oh, Where's the crime? Is it a battery-operated TV? <laughs> no crime song? No, no, no. We gave up on that. We weren't that successful. <laughs> <laughs> Only college action last night. Uh, West Virginia was up on Oklahoma. That's Trey Mitchell with a big dunk. I really like West Virginia. cost these kids their eligibility. That's about the eighth time we've seen Why? that dunk. It's an NCAA that. violation to be included in the medals before you're in the NBA. We don't Medal stand. Oh, but we do. State medal standings. Standings, there you oh. go. After the all-star Whoa. break, Luca with a large lead. Giannis and the Joker yeah, right after. Luka, Can I call a quick timeout? Thank yeah. you, Wilds. Thank yeah. you. When Luca scored 60 points, I gave him all three medals, so that's fine. Take away a silver and a bronze. So he has one extra silver, one How extra bronze. How much are those worth? They're worth a total of four points. So 78 minus four, Wilds, get out your calculator. It's 74. <laughs> so he still has a 15-point lead on the field. I also, by the way, gave LeBron all three medals oh! the day that he broke the all-time scoring record. So take four points away from him, too. So he's at 37. Dame jumps him. Well, let's just be accurate. That's a big that is a of this. It's, yeah, it's, it's it, totally wrong. The rules it, seem a bit willy-nilly. It's totally wrong. You guys are I'm just so saying, mad. you just admitted. I, I, I said one thing, and next thing you know, you start spilling your guts on how LeBron has got an erroneous. Uh, it's total. not erroneous. He won those medals that day. You, if, you know what? When the time to bring up that objection was the day how of. How many did Donovan the Mitchell win? He scored 71 points. He got a bronze. He got a gold. <laughs> he actually had zero bronzes on the standings. These are the, what pre-production meetings are for. I don't know. We need for. to redo those. Make your I own goddamn medal stand. Come back with the accurate oh, standings. Yeah, okay? There's still no With games. the real standings. There's still no Those games. were the standings. It didn't look like it. <laughs> Unlike the tears, these are the standings. <laughs> oh, that's why, that's why I got lost. Yeah. That was good, Nick. Wilds is out here crying with laughter. Jerry Jones, Hobbs is telling me to talk about Odell. Sorry, Hobbs. I'll get to this ridiculous story in a second. (laughs) Jerry Jones on Odell will be talking. Surprise, we've been doing this story for six months. Nothing's happened. He went to a Mavs game. That was as close as he sat next to Micah Parsons. That's as close as we've got. But let's go finish it. He's he's going to be a chief, right? Oh. He's going to be a chief. McCall Hardman's a free agent. Juju's a free agent. Now, I think they want to bring Juju back. But I do wonder if Juju is going to try to get a multi-year, somewhere else. higher dollar deal elsewhere. And if Odell Ooh, I love wants, oh, it'd be unbelievable. Ooh. And I do think, and I know you guys don't want to hear it, but I do think now that the Chiefs won this Super Bowl under these circumstances, they are going to become the team that guys in Odell's stage of career, the I've made a lot of money. Yeah. I, I have a couple good years left, but I'm not still like a, a star as far as what my performance is. I think it, they have fun with Andy Reid as opposed to like the rigorous environment you used to have with Belichick back when the Patriots used to be good way back when. Uh, I think that the Chiefs will get a lot of guys like that, but I think Odell makes sense there. I agree. Really? Well, the I, thing, I, I think like the Odell, Melvin Gordon thing I, was like, hey, I won. Yeah. He I was, think he might just want the money. Because he's oh. got his ring. It doesn't matter as much for receivers. Right? I buy that. Rings. I mean, it's nice, but nobody's counting. Giants, Giants yes or no? Get the money. No, I just told you he's going Giants? to the Chiefs. Giants? Well, yeah. 